In case number 17-6086, Gundy versus United States, Justice Kagan has the opinion of the Court. The opinion I'm going to describe is written for a plurality of the Court, four justices from an eight-person Court. Another justice came to the same result in the case, but didn't sign on to any of the reasoning in the opinion. The question in the case is whether a provision in a federal statute called SORNA violates the Constitution. SORNA stands for the Sex Offender Registration and Notification Act. That law requires people convicted of sex offenses but no longer in prison to register in their communities, to provide their name, address, and other personal information to law enforcement officers. The idea is that knowing where these people are, where they live and work, helps protect public safety. Consistent with that important goal, if a person fails to register, he's subject to substantial criminal penalties, as long as 10 years in prison. This case arose when a sex offender, Petitioner Herman Gundy, was convicted of failing to register under SORNA. He challenged a particular provision of the Act, Section 209.13d. That provision is about a group of people whom I'm going to call pre-Act offenders. They are people who were convicted of a sex offense before SORNA was enacted in 2006. Mr. Gundy is one such person. The provision, again, Section 209.13d, sort of trips off your tongue, (laughs) says that for pre-Act offenders, the Attorney General shall have the authority, and I'm quoting now, to specify the applicability of SORNA's registration requirements and to prescribe rules for their registration. Under that delegated authority, the Attorney General issued a rule in 2007, about eight months after SORNA's enactment, applying SORNA's registration requirements in full to pre-act offenders. Gundy says Section 209.13d violates the constitutional non-delegation doctrine. Under our Constitution, Congress makes the laws, and it isn't allowed to delegate that responsibility to members of any other branch of government, like the Attorney General. Gundy argues that Section 209.3d violates that principle by giving the Attorney General complete control over whether SORNA's registration requirements should or should not apply to pre-act offenders. But to begin with, the four of us don't think that's what Section 209.13d says. That section actually requires the Attorney General to apply SORNA's registration requirements to pre-act offenders as soon as possible. It gives him some latitude as to timing, but it compels him as soon as he can to bring pre-act offenders into the registration scheme. We go through quite a number of the provisions in the statute to demonstrate that point. They all reflect Congress's efforts to establish as quickly as feasible a comprehensive registration program that would protect the public by ensuring that all sex offenders not in prison would register with law enforcement officers, not just those who would be convicted of sex offenses in the future, but also those hundreds of thousands of people who had already been convicted of sex offenders. And once the statute is understood in that way, the four of us think the constitutional question becomes quite easy. 
Although Congress can't delegate its power to make laws, it can give executive agencies substantial discretion to implement and enforce the laws. And that is what happened here, especially as compared to the broad delegations we've routinely upheld in the past, the Attorney General's authority under Section 2093D is highly limited. It is just to implement SORNA's registration requirements to pre-act offenders as soon as feasible. The upshot of all this is that we uphold the constitutionality of Section 2093D, thus continuing to apply SORNA to all pre-act offenders. Justice Alito has filed an opinion concurring in the judgment. Justice Gorsuch has filed a dissenting opinion in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justice Thomas join.